Hey everyone, you're listening to Five Years Time with your host, Grace Black. Hi everyone, welcome back to Five Years Time with Grace, that's me. I'm so excited that you have joined us and that you're back. And I first want to start by saying thank you so much as I took a week off to rest and recover. We'll get into all that today. But um, yeah, I'm just so glad that I decided to do that. It was the right decision and I'm starting to feel so much better. So I am happy to be sitting here talking with you, which is what I want to be doing. Anyways, I just wanted to say hi to all the newbies, and if this is your first time listening to Five Years Time, I'm so happy that you have found us and come and join the journey. I'll give you a little bit of a rundown about what we're about here, but basically on Wednesdays I upload our traditional Five Years Time episode, which is a longer form of the podcast where we just break down things that I've been thinking about that week, what I've been interested in, what I'm listening to, what entertainment I'm watching, and then what lessons I've learned or what thoughts I've been having. And um, we just like process that together. And then on Sundays, I upload a short podcast under five minutes, just a little motivational tidbit to get you going, get you started where you are. Um, And I also curate a playlist on Spotify to go along with that. So you can kind of listen and then enjoy the music as you get your journey going on Sunday. So that's a bit about five years time. I'm so happy you're here and let's jump into this week's episode. So I actually said in our most recent episode that we would be making a few changes coming into the summer and I forgot to actually talk about that in that episode. Silly me. But anyways, Not too, too big changes. We're still sticking here with our schedule, but I just wanted to um, reflect on what we've been doing since uh, the start of this year and what's been working, what hasn't been working. And I just feel like I want to really start off the podcast with uh, Boom and Bang, (laughs) aka um, just like get into it, get into the week's meat, and then... um, during our roses and thorn recap, which comes after what will be what's like the main topic of the week, we'll talk about like our weekly update. And because um, I feel like that's like a pretty natural thing as we as I recap the week to like speak on my highs and lows, my roses, my thorns. So just so we're not like repeating too much, I think we'll leave the recap for after our main topic. And then we'll still break into our entertainment recap. So I just want to set that. And then other than that, um, no big, big changes. Um, If there's anything that you're looking to hear more about or interested in um, discussing or adding in a new segment, like let me know. Your feedback is more than welcome. I love to hear what you're interested in, what's vibing with you and what's resonating. So just let me know if there's anything that you're looking for out of this podcast that you haven't that you haven't got yet. And I'd love to um, work with you to see how we can make that happen. So that being said, we're just going to jump into this week's topic, which is what I learned this week. And what I learned this week is that The motto of my podcast, which is embracing the highs and embracing the lows, the ebbs and the flows, is that I'm so happy (laughs) that that is my motto because this week was filled, filled, filled with highs and filled, filled, filled 
with lows. And it was almost like an extreme week. Typically, when I'm talking about the highs and the lows, I'm talking about like going through the motions and just experiencing life for what it is and not always having to chase this happiness, I guess, just finding those the beauty in every moment. Like that, that's kind of more what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, not usually the extremes, but this week was definitely filled with extremes. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about the low extreme. And in next week, we will come back and talk about the high extreme because I do believe in the power of um, starting starting with the the bad news and ending off on the good news. You know what I mean? And, and I'm not saying that there's bad news in here. Of course, we're going to talk about embracing this low. So this past week, I passed out <laughs> and kind of out of nowhere, um, as you do. I don't think typically passing out comes with a with a preemptive. Oh yeah, I'm gonna pass out. Maybe it does. I'm not. I'm not a. Not a. I, this is my first time. Anyways, I'm just taking a sip of water because we're getting into it. Thank you for letting me do that. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, last Monday I was living my life as normal and doing my Monday routine. I feel like Monday is like a super routinely day too. You know what I mean? You got stuff to do on Mondays and you get going from the get-go. So basically I woke up and um, I went to go get Ro and she wanted to just go back um, to bed with Trevor. So I was like, okay, I'll put you in bed with Trevor. So then I brought her over to our room and she sat in bed with Trevor and they were watching TV and she wanted me to go get her some milk. I was like, no problem. So then I remembered, oh no, it's Monday. I totally forgot to wash her sheets and like stuffy for school. Like they sent home all her stuff on Friday that need to be washed. So I was like, hey, I got to go downstairs and get that washed. So I was like, I'll get you milk. So I went downstairs, got the bag, went to the basement, put in the laundry load, came back upstairs and um, put together some milk. And I think I got Trevor a glass of water too. Anyways, was walking upstairs like normal. And then I just tripped a little bit on the step. Like, you know, when you just like almost like miss a step when you're walking up the stairs and like it's no big deal. You like catch yourself. So that's exactly what happened. And I ended up hitting my knee on like the edge of the step. And the way I hit it was exactly how like you hit your funny bone. Like, you know, that like horrible pain, like you can't explain it. It's like the funny bone pain. So it was the same thing, but I hit my knee. Anyways, as I was in the middle of doing this. I'm someone who like definitely processes my thoughts out loud. Um, I always talk out loud. Like I talk to myself. And so as I was doing it, I like tripped a bit. And then I remember saying out loud, like, oh no, like I'm falling. And like, you know, you kind of like, I don't know, like I was explaining the process of what was happening to myself, but I wasn't actually falling. But yeah, so I, I was like, oh no, I'm falling. And then like I hit my knee and I was like, oh no, that really hurt. And then I was like, ouch. And my husband overheard me say that. And he was like, are you okay? And then I was like pretty close to the top of the stairs. I had like two or three stairs left to go. And I just remember thinking to myself, like, I just need to sit down and cry. Like, I remember thinking I need to cry, which like, that's how much it hurt. I was like, this is the only thing that's going to help. And so instead of like going up the next couple steps, I went to sit on the stairs. Like I just felt in that moment that I couldn't make it. I just needed to process this. Um, and that's the last thing I remember. So <laughs> Next thing you know, I have woken up 
And my husband is screaming like, you have to wake up. And like he, I I just hear him saying that you have to wake up. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, have I slept in? Like what's happening? Uh, Like what is, I'm so confused. And I, and, and I fully think that I'm like waking up out of a dream. Like it really felt like I was like in the middle of a dream and I was being like abruptly woken up. And the next thing I'm like trying to get my bearings and I like realize I'm like on the ground and I'm like, okay. And then, and then I remember like, oh yeah, I hit my knee and I was just taking a break. And I was like, why is my husband so upset that I'm like taking a break? Like, it's no big deal. I just hit my knee. And then I realized like, oh, he's on the phone. And I was like, what is happening? And then I'm like, okay. So I like push myself up and I'm like, okay, I fell down the stairs. And then I'm like, oh, I must've passed out. And then I like see that I'm like covered in blood and I'm like, oh my gosh, what has happened? I'm like trying to figure this all out. I'm like trying to put all the pieces together, right? And then I'm like, okay, I must have passed out and fallen down the stairs. And then I like got up right away so quickly and I went to the mirror and I just wanted to see like what was happening where I was bleeding from. And it seemed that I was just bleeding from my nose. So I was like, okay, I must have hit my nose. All's good. I realized that Trevor's on the phone with 911 and he's like answering the questions that the um, operator's asking. And then I slowly start chiming in. She's like asking a question and I'm like trying to answer it. Um, but yeah, and then we're like trying to figure out like what's the best way to get me to the hospital. And then I realize Rosie and I'm like, what do we do with her? And so, anyways, they're like, talking about an ambulance or driving. And I'm like, okay, let's do an ambulance, first of all, because we assumed it would be faster. And I was like, oh, then I could go by myself. Like, this is what I was thinking in my head. I don't know if Trevor was ever thinking that I would go by myself, but I was like, oh, I could go by myself. And like, you could stay with Rosie. Like, it'd be all, that's the best way. And so then we were talking about the ambulance and then they were like, okay, it'll take three hours. And we're like, three hours? Like, what the heck? Three hours? And we literally live like so close to the hospital. So we're like, scratch that. We'll drive. So now I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, what are we supposed to do with Ro? And thank goodness Ro is in our bed still watching TV. Literally has no idea what's going on. Like she just thinks that like Trevor went to go get my milk or whatever or get the milk from me. So all's good with her. But so then I'm like, oh, you have to call my mom. And then anyways, we're close with our neighbors. So Trevor's like, I'm going to run over to the neighbors. And so then I was sitting on the couch like waiting. And then Trevor was like, after I had like jumped up to look at myself, Trevor was like, you need to sit down. So anyways, I was sitting on the couch waiting. I just wanted to like wipe off my face because I was like kind of a mess. And I didn't want Ro to come downstairs and see me like that. Anyway, so he ran over to the neighbors. Next thing you know, the neighbors are over and they're like looking at me. I look like a wreck. Like I literally, I look scary. Like that's the truth is that I look scary. And I'm not saying the situation wasn't scary, but I look worse than probably, I just look scary. Anyways, So then um, Trevor is like doing such a good job. Obviously, he's panicked because I forgot to say this, but he when I said, ouch, he came because I didn't answer him. And then he got up and like came to check on me. And he as he came, I literally was just like passing out. He said that I was like crouched down on the stairs. And the next thing I just like rolled down the stairs and then landed on the ground and was passed out. And I was passed out for like maybe 30 seconds to a minute. And like, yeah, so uh, overall, this whole experience was a hundred times more traumatic for Trevor because I don't remember anything Um, painful for me, but traumatic for Trevor. So Trevor's like in emergency mode and then also in like shock panic, like fully thought that I like just like ate the dust and like 
was not here anymore living. So he's like trying to process that. And then he's like going into emergency mode. So they're like standing in front of me and um, they're like, Trevor's like, okay, we need, what do we need? And then, so I'm like, I like snap into got to get things done mode too. And I'm like, okay, I'm like listing off. I'm like, Hey, you need to give me my health card. You need this. Okay. Well for Rosie, we need diapers. Like we're, I'm like, it's so funny. And like, Anyways, we got it all sorted. Trevor went to get everything. The neighbor helped clean me up. He got me a paper towel. He was worried. He was like, I don't want Rosie to see you. And I was like, me neither. And then they're like, hey, what do you think best? Should we take Row? Should or should I come over here? Like um, his partner come over here. And I was like, why don't you? I said, you guys take Row because that's the best situation. Just take her out of this situation. Then I can like put on. I had my pajamas on. I can put on clothes, get ready, whatever. AKA literally just put pants on, not get ready. I like was like, Trevor, you need to bring me pants. I need a sweater. And I wish I had brought socks. That was the one thing I forgot. I wore Crocs without socks and hospitals are cold. That was the one thing that I was, that I was very sad I was missing. So Ro gets to the neighbor's house. She thinks she's having the best day of her entire life, getting to have breakfast. Like she happens to be best friends with the the neighbor's kid, getting to have breakfast and they're taking her to school. Um, My mom picked her up from school, play date with grandma. Like she thinks she's having the best day. Doesn't know what's happening. So that's great. Um, So yeah, then I get into the car and we get going to the hospital. As I sit in the car, I like, I realize now I'm like sitting and I'm like having a second to like breathe. Like I was in the car for my, by myself for like 10 seconds while Trevor went to go grab something. And it's like, okay, I am in a lot of pain. Like it was the most uncomfortable I have been. I want to say equal to the uncomfort level was equal to like the beginning stages of labor, like when your um, contractions just start really, ugh, but it was like constant. It was just like really uncomfortable. And we live so close to the hospital, but that whole drive, it was just like, oh, and I was just like so uncomfortable in the ambulance. And I was so thirsty. I hadn't had any water, brush my teeth, anything that day. Like it was, I had just woken up. And so I was just so, so thirsty. And the I remember I went to get a glass of water when I had first woken up from being passed out in the and Trevor had said to the operator of 911 like oh she's just having a glass of water and she's like she can't drink anything don't let her drink anything and like I literally just had like at the tiniest sip and then it was taken away from me so I was so so thirsty and I was so so uncomfortable and so we get to the hospital and we walk in we check in do like all the covid screening and then we have to go to the front desk to check in and say like what the situation is and we get to that desk and i sit down or don't sit down i'm standing up and there's like a ledge and trevor's giving my health card over and i just like bend down like crouch down and just like hold onto the ledge and i'm like i can't there's no way like in that moment i was just like someone needs to give me something to like I can't function. Like, I was like, I can't function. I, in that moment, I was like, I just need to be laying down. Like, I can't be standing up. I don't want to be here. Like, I just couldn't even, I was not myself. Like, I was totally just in so much pain. And then they're like, oh, get her a wheelchair. So then I was in a wheelchair and that, like, it was so uncomfortable. Like, I'm happy I had the wheelchair, but like, sitting was so uncomfortable. Standing was uncomfortable. And I, I, I felt in that moment that I just needed to lay down. Anyway, so we're sitting, waiting. So we get checked in and then we're waiting in the waiting room to get called into the triage room. So we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. Finally, we get called into the triage room and they like check me all out and get the story, try to figure out what's going on. And then they felt like we needed to run more tests and figure out like why, why I'd passed out as like a healthy young female, whatever. So then she wants to do like an E, 
ETG, ECG, ECG, <laughs> ECG. So I had to lay down on the table and I was like, oh, and I just kept saying I was thirsty. Like the whole time, every time she asked me a question at the end of it, I was like, I'm thirsty. Cause I was like, maybe if I just keep saying it, they're going to give me water. And so she was like, oh, like what's your, what was your headache like? And I was like, blah, I had explained it. And I'm really thirsty. Oh, how is your nose? And I'm really thirsty. How's your shoulder? I'm, I'm, and I'm really thirsty. Like I just kept saying it. She was like, I can't give you anything to drink. And she was like, maybe I can get you some ice chips. And I was like, that would be literally amazing. So she was like, okay, I want you to lay down so we can do the ECG and I will get you ice chips. So then I, and then I was so excited that I was going to get to lay down. Cause in my mind, I was like, I'm uncomfortable standing, I'm uncomfortable sitting. Like I just need to lay down. You know, I just need to lay down. So then I get laid down and I'm like, this is horrible. I'm horribly uncomfortable laying down too. So then I realized like, this is just like, I'm hurting. Like this is the situation. This is what I'm in. And so then they do the ECG and then I have to get back up and I sit down and they give me like the rundown on what's going to happen. And they're like, we're going to try and run you through to the back, like to the actual like doctor part as fast as possible. Um, and thankfully this happened first thing in the morning. So like, you know, the, the ER wasn't very, very full. Um, so she's like, I'm going to go get you some ice and then, uh, we'll get you back out into registration. Um, so oh, I forgot to mention this too. So I naturally have a very pale complexion, but when I am sick or not feeling well, I get like deathly pale. Like I go from one extreme to the next, like I'm pale or I'm like no life in me pale. And I, I'm, I'm very aware of that. But, uh, so we get there and the first thing she says to me or says to my husband is, is this her normal complexion? And Trevor looks at me and he's like, yeah, like that. she's just pale. Like that's what she looks like. And she just kept mentioning it, mentioning it. And I was like, and I couldn't see myself. There's no mirrors. And I'm like, I don't know. And I, and I was like, are you sure Trevor, this is my natural? Like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah. Or Trevor's like, yeah. And then she left to get the ECG. And then all I hear is all the staff oh, she's so, she's so pale. Is she okay? Like, oh no, like she, she looks lifeless. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, Trevor, I think we need to call my mom and ask if this is my normal complexion. Like, are you sure? And so I got him to take a picture of me. He's like, when I look at it and first of all, I look horrible. Like I'm still covered in blood. Like my nose is still bleeding. I, I had like a, you have to wear a mask obviously. So I took my mask off thing and like nobody offers to clean you up anyways. So I just looked horrible. And Trevor was like, I'm not sending this picture to your mom. Like he was like a hundred percent. This is like your normal complexion. Like, yes, you might be a little bit more pale, but like, it's nothing we haven't seen before. I was like, okay. I was like, yeah, don't send that to my mom. Although my mom is a nurse and I'm sure she would have been fine with it, but like it, it was not a beautiful picture in any way. I did not look good. Um, so anyways, that was a little side story. So now we're at the point where we're going to do registration. So we go back out into the waiting room and I'm like, so uncomfortable. Then we get called to registration. So then we're at registration and they're getting all our information, insurance, all that stuff, whatever. And I was being so sassy to Trevor. Like in these moments, I try to always use humor as like a coping mechanism. And sometimes sarcasm overtakes it. But I kept being so sassy to Trevor, not in a mean way at all. And Trevor knew that I was joking. But the lady behind the like that was registering us just kept being like "Ooh, you're in trouble like to Trevor and I was like I don't know I don't even care to explain but 
it was funny. It was like he put my bracelet on. He's like, oh, like the hospital bracelet. He's like, oh, do, do you want it on tight, loose? And I was like, I just like normal. And then she was like, well, don't. Yeah, she was like, I don't typically put it on tight. And then he puts it on like literally the loosest setting possible, like puts it on so that the sticker just touches the other side. So it's like giant, like it just slips right off. And so I like had said something sassy. Anyways, it was so funny. So those little moments we're happy to have. But then we get registered and then we have to go back to the waiting room and just wait till we get called behind the pearly gates that go to more waiting, but at least to the doctor. So we're waiting, we're waiting. And then um, we finally get called and I'm still like just in pain, discomfort. Like I'm not myself. Like I there's nothing that could distract me out of this. Like Trevor kept saying like, oh, do you want to talk to your mom? Like he's like updating my mom through via text or whatever. And he's like, do you want to talk to your mom? And I was like, no. I was like, did she want to talk to me? He was like, no. And I was like, okay, like it's fine. And then he's like, do you want me to talk to you? And I was like, I don't really have anything to say. He's like, do you want your phone? I was like, no. Like I just like, you know, I just couldn't let my, like I wasn't in the mood to be distracted. I just needed to like be in my mind. Like I was just breathing through it. Like I was taking every yoga practice I ever had, any meditation. And I was like, I just need to breathe through this. And so I was just like taking all my energy to focus on just like being in that moment. And so then finally we got called called through and then we're in the next waiting room, you know, waiting for the doctor. So we started out just me and this other guy that was there. So there was the two of us to start the day out. And it's like, what, like eight in the morning. And then finally we get called to see the doctor. And so she does the whole thing, like tests me out, like checks me out and like all that stuff. Then she puts me in a, asks, gets the story. Then she says, okay, let's put you in a brace, like a neck brace, because we don't know what's up. Um, And we should do a CT scan just to make sure that there's no fractures, blood clots, all that stuff. So now I'm in a neck brace. And honestly, like she was like, oh, if you were uncomfortable now, this is probably going to be more uncomfortable. I'm sorry. But honestly, it was more comfortable having the neck brace because it had a little chin rest. And like just taking that pressure of my head off my neck and my shoulders, like honestly, was so much more comfortable. So I was I was happy to have that. Still in pain, but happy to have that. So then we get wheeled back out. Oh, and she was asking like, oh, do you want any like anything for the pain? I was like, yes. <laughs> Give me something for the pain. This was the question I was asking. I was like, this is what I want. Oh, also, I forgot to tell you, I did have the ice chips and like that did bring a little bit of life back to me. So now the thirst was not an issue. But anyways, I was like, yes, I need something for the pain. She's like, oh, what do you want? I was like, I'm an Advil girl. Like, just give me some Advil. And she's like, yeah, I will put an order in for that. But it was like the last step in the thing. Like, it was like, okay, we need to do a CT scan. We need to do another ECG. We need to do a blood test. We need to do it. Like, there was a bunch of things. And it was the very last thing. And I didn't know if we were doing these in chronological order. It was just the last thing she asked me. I'm going to give you a little a little before before I get to that part of the story. But basically, yes, that was chronological order. And I didn't know that at that moment. So I'm happy I didn't know because I had the hope that Advil was coming at some point. Anyway, so then we go back into the waiting room. Then I get taken to do a blood test, get taken to do a CT scan. And I was like, for the CT scan, I literally just went onto the table and then like closed my eyes because like I didn't know what the situation was. And I get I, the idea of being claustrophobic. I get, I have the idea of being claustrophobic in my mind. So I was like, I'm just going to close my eyes, not even pay attention to what happened. So I don't even, they were just like, stay still. I was like, okay, it was quick. It wasn't, it wasn't anything horrible, but I just did not want to be claustrophobic going into a machine. Um, 
And then came back out, did more waiting, and then got called in once, I guess, the CT results were back and the blood test results. And then they were all good, like no fracture, no blood clot. So I was able to take off my thing, my whatever I had around my neck, the collar thing. And then um, this is a different doctor or person. I don't know if they were a doctor who was talking to me, but she was like running through the list. She was like, okay, like we're not worried about this. We're not worried about this, but we do want to do another blood test. And um, and then, oh, you want Advil? And I was like, yes, I want Advil. <laughs> and so we've been in the hospital for probably like five hours now. And then finally, um, I got Advil. So we go back to the waiting room. She brings me Advil. Best day of my life. Taking that Advil. Love it. Well, I guess it wasn't the best day of my life. Best moment of that day. Um, And then 30 minutes after that, it was like I was a new woman. Yes, I was still in pain. Yes, I was uncomfortable. But like then at that moment, I was like, okay, like Trevor, I can talk to you like or I can have my phone. I went on my phone for the first time. Like it was just like I felt more life in me for having that painkiller. So thank you. But anyways, then we took the blood and then we just had to wait for that blood test to come back. I just want to say at this point, like the waiting room is booming. Actually, when we first came back from the first time we went to the doctor, it was like, oh my gosh, where did all these people come from? So there was like lots of stuff going on. I had a nice view to where the nursing station was. I was able to get all the gossip. Um, There were some police officers bringing in some people who got in a fight. So there was like good drama. You know, it was like watching an episode of, I don't know, some sort of ER drama of reality TV. I never watched anything, but I was watching real life. So I feel like I had like a good amount of entertainment. I wish I had a book or something, but ultimately I wouldn't have read that until I had that Advil. So it was all good. Um, then finally we rolled myself into the last thing. I I think it was the last thing I hoped it was. We weren't sure if it was, but we rolled past the guy who I was in there, who I was in the waiting room with at the very, very beginning. He was still there and he was like, you're going to walk out of this place or you're going to walk us out of this place. And I was like, yes, I am. So that was cute. Anyways, went in, basically they said that they weren't worried about anything to do with like fractures or, um, blood clots or um, whatever. And they like, the only thing that they weren't sure about, they, they said they weren't too worried about my heart, but they said that they still wanted to do it. So I needed to do a heart monitor, but that was something I had to do later. So anyways, we, they did like a final physical test, like gave me all these directions. I felt like I was playing bop it. She was like, okay, move it left, right. And I was like, this is so many. It was like mind, mind muscle connection. Um, and then uh, what was I just going to say? Oh yeah. And then, so basically she brought it down. She explained it all as to what she thinks it was. And then she basically just said like, uh, it was syncope. Now it's like, I can't remember the word. Um, syncope, let me look at my phone. But anyways, basically what she thought it was, was when you, you know, like if you're someone who's like sees blood and then you faint, it's like your body like has that reaction. So that's what she was saying. It was something similar to that. My I hit my knee and it was so painful that my body was like, no, Grace, you can't. Like, I, I don't want you to deal with this. So I passed out. Unfortunately, I was on the stairs. So that's why I tumbled down. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to figure out what it was called. So all was good with that. Ultimately, that's what they think it was. And then I just had to uh, go into... I'm, Sorry, I just paused for a second to look up that word because I was like, I want to get this right. Situational syncope. That's what they 
that's what they thought it was. So basically I was like, all good to go with that. And then I would just need to go do the heart monitor to make sure for sure that it had nothing to do with my heart. So that was that. So we left the hospital, came home. I had, we hadn't eaten anything all day. I think Trevor ran out to the vending machine at one point, but every time he, like, we had this running joke when I was in labor, every time he left the room, something like giant happened. It was like, yeah, it was like every time he left the room, it was like, oh no, like my water broke. Oh no, now I'm going into labor. Like there was always some sort of thing going on. And that's literally what happened. The first thing he did was go to the bathroom at some point once we after, once we uh, um, had checked in and then they like had wheeled me into uh, triage and he like was just coming back. And so we didn't want to lose each other. Um, so he didn't like want to go over, like leave the hospital and go get food or anything like that. And also it's kind of hard when to leave emerge because you have to be like buzzed back in and it's this whole thing. So he had run out to a vending machine at one point, but ultimately we both hadn't eaten anything all day. So we came home from the hospital and then um, I took a shower. All I wanted to do was take a shower because I was just so disgusting. I hadn't brushed my teeth. I was covered in blood and I like dried up and I um, was in like so much like muscle tension pain. I just wanted a hot shower and to get into bed. That's all I wanted to do. So we came home and I showered and Trevor helped get me in bed and then he went to go pick up dinner for us and we just had pho or pho, however you pronounce it. And um, yeah, just hung out and then he went and picked up Ro before bedtime to come home and put her to bed. But yeah, ultimately it was like a really long day and I was just in a lot of pain and I was really worried about my sleep that night, but I actually slept pretty well. So I was happy about that. But mornings have been really hard. And now I'm at a point where like this morning I woke up and I didn't take Advil. I've been taking Advil every morning, but I didn't take any Advil this morning. And so I'm feeling so much better. Mornings are still pretty stiff, but like once I get up and I get moving, that really helps. I did go get my heart rate monitor. So I had that on for 48 hours this week and I get it read next week. So we'll find out if all's good. I'm technically not supposed to be like driving or anything like that until we get that read. So I've, I'm just like chillaxing at home and taking it easy. And just like last week, all I was doing was really just like watching shows and chilling because I didn't have that much movement. This week I'm feeling a bit better, so I hope to get the house organized, you know, laundry piles up and all that stuff. So start getting things organized. We also have been in the midst midst of setting up our pool, so we need to finish doing that. It's at this point where it's like crystal clear, which is wild. So now it's just we have a salt monitors or salt salt whatever. We have a salt system. So we're trying to figure out what the perfect level is for to create the chlorine that we need. So we're just in the middle of that. So anyways, this week I'm just chilling, um, but I'm definitely feeling so much better. And that was the wildness of last week. I mean, that was half of the wildness. We talked about the lows. Next week, we're going to talk about the highs. But um, yeah, it was a wild week. Um, I feel like I oh I also get to I got to hold Rosie for the first time last yesterday since all of this because I wasn't really able to pick the pick her up and so that was just like a really meaningful moment and it was so cute like she knows I fell she wasn't there to like she didn't see it happen but she does know I fell and like we she came home from my mom's and said oh mommy fell boo boo like she was aware of that and she had to be gentle with me all last week and I couldn't really put I couldn't put her to bed and stuff like that like obviously I could be there but I couldn't pick her up like our normal relationship and um 
so yesterday, oh, and then I had the heart rate monitor on, which was like a bunch of cords and wires and stuff. And so that kind of like freaked her out a bit. I talked her through it, but like obviously it's a little bit scary when you're a kid. And so then um, she had a sleepover at her grandparents this week, Trevor's parents, and um, or this weekend. And so when I picked her up, I didn't have the heart rate monitor anymore. And she was like so excited about that. She said, no more boo-boo, like bye-bye boo-boo. So that was cute. And then yesterday I got to pick her up and put her to bed, which was just like a really meaningful moment for me because I hadn't got to snuggle her all week. And I think it was for her, like she was so happy about it. Um, and so, yeah. Anyway, it was like quite the up and down experience. I'm happy that I had the ability to rest and recover and just like take that time. Trevor really stepped up um, in like helping out with like all the things that I would have been doing, whatever. My mom was amazing. She provided us with so much food um, from this really great place called Antipastos. That's like local to us. So that's been really great and easy for us to just have food and make dinner, heat up, reheat up stuff. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I mean, it was like a wild thing. It feels almost like it was like our week anniversary on Monday of it happening. And it almost feels like it was like, didn't even happen, which is good, but also just like wild. Like it was just one of those things that just, you know, freak accidents. So here I am. I'm happy I'm back and, um, I'm definitely feeling so much better. So let's get into our roses, thorns, and buds. Okay, roses, thorns, and buds. Well, I guess my rose this week was that we went out for lunch with a bunch of um, my besties from the city, which was amazing. And we haven't all been together for like two years. I think the last time we were together was for a barbecue of summer 2020. So that was just like so wonderful getting to see them all together. And I had to go to the city to drop off my heart monitor. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to throw out an invitation and see if we can get together. And it all worked out. So that was like such a treat, um, especially after a week of chilling and hecticness. And then also it made the trip into Toronto like extra worth it. So it wasn't annoying to have to drive into Toronto to drop that off. So that was great. It was amazing. We went to Scadaboosh, which is like my favorite restaurant um, that I can't go to here because there's not one. And we got exactly what I wanted, which was the um, mozzarella, uh, the prosciutto mozzarella. It's so good. You get these toasties with fig jam and then you sprinkle on the salt. Oh, it's so, so good. And then me and Trevor split the, I think it's called like mushroom gnocchi. I'm not sure what the sauce is, but it definitely has mushrooms in it. It has like a cheesy sauce and it's so, so good. And then the tiramisu for dessert, which is ultimately my favorite dessert. My two favorite desserts are tiramisu and creme brulee, but that tiramisu is beyond. And then we went to go pick up Ro after her sleepover and had creme brulee at the in-laws. So I had my two favorite desserts in one day. So that is just like rose, rose, rose. Yesterday was just like a rosy day. And I love that I just called it a rosy day because my daughter's name is Rosie and she is the ultimate rose of my life. (laughs) Um, So that was my rose. My thorn of the week, I want to say beyond um, the fall, obviously that was a thorn. But I think just like not, I was feeling really conflicted like i'm i'm thankful because the weather this past week was pretty gloomy and rainy so it kind of matched the energy that i had to provide um but at the same time there was one day that i like went outside for a couple minutes to get some fresh air 
um, and like drink my coffee or something and, and the sun was shining and, and it just kind of made me feel like, oh, like my life is on pause at the moment. It kind of like was an unexpected break and I felt like, oh, I'm missing out on this beautiful time. Like, you know, there's only so many beautiful days and like it's so limited and I just felt like I was missing out on something and that I was kind of stuck. And and so I had that bit of a bit of a negative um, moment, but I was able to then realize like ultimately the best thing for me right now is to be resting and recovering. And thankfully the weather was been or has been like rainy and gloomy. So I, I was I I was able to like talk myself out of feeling that way. But that was my negative was just like I kind of felt like I was like stuck in like a waiting zone, a waiting room. Um, and then my rose or my rose, what am I saying? My bud is that I am back here recording. I'm so happy about that, but also I'm going to go on a walk after I record and just get outside. And that's like, I haven't been on like a walk for like a week. So just like go for a walk, a nice easy one, um, and listen to some music. And then I'm going to repot my basil because everyone on TikTok is saying that I need to repot it. Actually, I have a, I have like a list of rules or a list of instructions. So I'm going to do all that because I am determined to bring my basil back to life. And honestly, it's, it's leaves I think are getting bigger. So we'll see. I am going to repot it though. So I'm looking forward to that, you know, just a slow, easy afternoon. Um, Okay. Let's get into my entertainment recap. Entertainment recap. Entertainment recap. Okay. Well, friends, basically I have watched everything because all I've been doing is hanging out in bed watching shows, but I'll do, I'm going to talk about my three top um, thingamajigs. So Summer House, I decided to watch, I can't remember how I talked about this here, but I finished Summer House, like the most recent episode. And then I was like, you know what? I should start from the beginning because I've only seen the most, the two most recent seasons. Um, I never watched from the beginning. So I was like, I want to start from the beginning and get the background story on everyone. Cause I feel like they always reference past summers, past relationships, and like, it's all documented. And I just want to like gather it all in. So I watched, um, I watched all of Summer House and now I'm actually re-watching the first season I ever watched, which is not this past season, but the season before, because I just want to say like, I have such conflicted feelings on everybody now in the house because of re-watching it. And I remember like, I don't know. I actually don't know where I stand with Amanda, which is like, I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's a controversial opinion, but I don't know, but I'm a Hannah stan through and through. Like when Hannah first came on Summer House, loved her. And then I, the first season I watched with her was her very controversial one, her last season, the, the 2021, where they all lived in the house for six weeks together. And she got a horrible edit in the first place. I knew that when I watched it the first time, but then I also didn't fully, I didn't know her prior to that. And so I kind of couldn't fully understand everything that was happening or what she was doing. And so I, I kind of like was Switzerland. I took both sides um, between the arguments and like was neutral. But like now knowing Hannah, she got a bad habit, had at it. And then also I just feel like everyone, like she just, it was just like, I feel like in, I'm still rewatching that season right now. So I can't speak on it as a whole, but like, I just feel like Amanda, the summer prior was taking so much of her personal feelings out on Amanda's relation or situation situationship with Luke. And like, yes, it's good to stand up for your friends and stuff like that. But I feel like she was also just taking her personal feelings about 
her relationship and like other girls and whatever. And so I just don't know. I just feel like it was too much. And so I love Hannah. Hannah is hands down. Love her. I think she's my favorite in the whole season or in the whole series. And I, you know me, I always like to go look at all the Instagrams after I've like completed something. And so I went and saw her Instagram after and I was like, oh my gosh, like she just got married and I'm just so happy for her and her wedding looked absolutely amazing. Like that is a hundred percent the vibe. Like I loved everything about it. And so I'm just so happy for her. But I'm happy that I rewatched that. That was very entertaining for me. And I'm happy that I decided to do that. Um, another thing that I watched was two movies on Netflix. I watched or Netflix. I watched Senior Year, which I was conflicted on. I started it and then I fell asleep partway through, which, you know, I feel like that's never a good vibe for a movie. But I really liked it at the beginning. I was like, oh, this seems like it's going to be so fun when they were showing the younger character. And then it switched to the older character and or her as older after she came out of her coma. And I don't know, it kind of got really cheesy. And then I fell asleep and I woke up and I watched like maybe five minutes and I was like, "Mm, I don't know. And then I was like, I'm going to pause, go make something to eat and come back and like maybe finish it. So I did decide to finish it. I rewind it to where I remembered. And then there was definitely like a bit of corn in the middle, definitely a bit cheesy, but it did get better. I thought it was cute overall. Like there was, I think the music was so nostalgic and the dancing kind of like brought the fun into the movie. And so that definitely saved it. The dance routines and the soundtrack saved it. So I thought it was cute. Um, Perfect Pairing was the other movie I watched, which had the most hilarious description. They did not describe the movie at all. They just said, it said perfect pairing. And then they said, this is a new 2022 rom-com. And then they said the two main characters in it or main actors. And that was it. And I was like, okay, I feel like this is going to be a bad movie because like it literally has no description. But if you know me, I am like, I'm a sucker for a Hallmark type style movie. And I just felt like that was what it was going to be. And it was, it totally was a Hallmark style movie, but I thought it was cute. I liked it. Um, There were definitely parts that made me laugh, parts that made me smile. I thought it was really cute. And um, the title of it was Perfect Pairing, which I didn't put together, but obviously it was about like a wine salesperson and that's why it was called that. So there was the little tidbit of what it was going to be about, but it was cute. And she goes to Australia and, you know, obviously falls in love with somebody, but (laughs) it was cute. It was cute. So I would definitely recommend if you like a Hallmarky movie, I would definitely recommend that. And then I was just going on Netflix now to um, look up the titles of those movies just so I got them right. And then I saw a new rom-com that's out now. So there's so many rom-coms coming out. And so I'll have to watch that one too. I don't remember what it was called. It was called Something Love. Maybe it was like, I don't know, Something Love, but I'll have to watch that one too. But yeah, so I've been watching that. And as for music, I didn't have a Sunday reset this week, as you know, but I have hands down just been listening to Harry's House and I'm obsessed and I can't stop listening to it. And I'm excited to go on my walk because I can listen through the album again. Like that's my favorite part. And you know, I want to know something. I have never been a Harry stan. And like, I'm not saying I'm a stan because a stan is someone who knows the ins and outs of everything, but even a fan, like not that I've been a hater, but I never got into One Direction. So I feel like that's where I just kind of like wasn't paying attention. And the reason I never got into One Direction was because they had, you know, that song that was, you don't know you're beautiful and that's what makes you beautiful. I really couldn't go for that. Like I just hate it that there was like so many young children, young women, young girls chanting a song saying, you don't know you're beautiful and that's what makes you beautiful. Like that's 
horrible. I just hate that. So like, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to be political here, but, and I'm sure the song's not that deep, but ultimately I just did not like that messaging. And so I just never really got into One Direction. I just didn't ever pay attention. And then obviously on TikTok, I've seen Harry this, Harry that, everywhere, everyone is Stan. And then this album came out and I was like, oh, we had to drive into Toronto to pick up the heart rate monitor to get it put on. And so I was like, oh, can we listen to Harry's house? Trevor's like, sure. So you put that on and I was like, oh, you know, the first song I was like, oh, this is fun. Second, oh, this is fun. Oh, this is fun. I was like, this album is fun. Um, So now I like can't stop listening to it. And I'm happy that this is where the journey has taken me. And now I understand. So I'm all here for that. But that is my entertainment recap. So I just want to say thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. I cannot wait to come back next week where we talk about the highs of the the extra highs of this week. Um, And thank you for being here as I process through my lows from this week. But I'm feeling so much better. I am excited to come back for Sunday Reset. And I just want to say have the best week and enjoy the sunshine. Get outside maybe repot a plant like me. (laughs) And um, yeah, wishing you the best. Kisses and hugs. Oh, also you can follow us on TikTok at five years time and Instagram at five years time and all that good stuff. Love, love, love you. Don't forget to subscribe.